Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hey everyone, Jen back with a, another episode of the Otakuology Podcast, best podcast in the world. Um, with me, as always, my very good buddy, Otaku Mike. Some might say the best podcast on the interwebs. Uh, I think it's just the best in the world, okay? All right. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, so I had a subject fall into my lap earlier of uh, of pricing with manga and how it's overpriced and um, distributors and stuff. In this case half price books and how um they're overcharging and things such as that so now when you mean overcharging you're saying for used manga correct used manga correct okay okay um because nobody has looked at to see if all books are overpriced or comics or anything else just manga um uh-huh. So and this is because this is because of the the video that Prom G released, correct? Yes. Which we'll put a link down to his video just yeah, so everybody can go check that out. Prom G is a manga tuber. Check it out. You know, you can support anybody. That's true. <laughs> but um, you know, in this case, there are just plenty of things with it. Um, some things that I've read up on this or heard about it or whatever is a lot of people are saying that half price books is actually getting their pricing from like eBay Mercari and it's all kind of done through like scalpers and Mm -hmm. then basically, um, you know, taking stuff and then raising the price on it Uh, or um, basically, uh, having that price but giving you the seller uh pennies or a couple bucks for each book correct correct so what with, what, with half what price. these people are saying right but what did you say this for any resale store it's kind of oh, like yeah. that oh yeah i mean i mean for sure um one of the other ones that isn't really around anymore. We lost both of ours and we've actually talked about it before. Uh, makes me think the exact same thing. So I don't know why just one is kind of getting picked out on this, but Hastings was kind of that way. Oh yeah, no, most definitely. I remember going to Hastings all the time, reselling stuff, buying stuff, you know, cheap reselling it, you know, whatever, you know, it's the same, same thing. And, you know, I, I'm going to be honest, like towards the end of Hastings life, life, uh, uh, yeah. uh on on this planet because hastings when, is no longer with us when they i was life fa- support when they were on life support thank you <laughs> uh honestly like it became harder and harder and harder to find those deals that i personally wanted now that wasn't for manga it was for anime that i would go there for right i would go and ravage and rummage through not really ravage uh pillage i guess you could say their used anime section i'm an ogre i'm an ogre (laughs) i've come to pillage your village (laughs) stupid but but yeah i mean we've had other companies we do have other companies that do things like this Mm -hmm. um Um, does does second and charlie's do that second and charles uh, I've yeah. never, I never been to a secondhand Charles, but okay. I believe a secondhand Charles is basically the equivalent to like a half price books. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. And here's one of the other things that I've seen some people do, which is kind of weird. And I've only mm-hmm. ever seen like two posts about this anywhere. And one of them I think was actually one of my friends that did it, but Goodwill. Goodwill has yeah. manga and and such or whatever. Uh, but, I will have to say, I have never had luck at a Goodwill that's whatsoever. I, I've only had one friend that is an action figure collector have good luck at Goodwill. I remember one time I found a PlayStation Two, but it was in like their locked box, and it yeah. was uh, 
people were bidding on it and trying to win it. Oh it was like, uh, like, you know, sometimes Goodwills will do that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But I've never found like anime or manga at a Goodwill. Because all my yeah. Goodwills here are like not good. <laughs> They're not good. Yeah. You know. No, I mean, sometimes at some of ours, you can, you can find something that's just weird. And you're like, what? Did I find this here? Really? Mm-hmm. That makes but, no sense. But like, but like we do have like a, a, a secondhand vintage toy store here in our town, yeah. you know, that, that does buy things. And I have sold things. I have sold like I sold my Marvel Legends stuff to them. And, you know, I didn't get full market value on those because, yeah. well, one, they were out of the boxes. But and, did, you, uh, did you get a good price off of them, though? Uh, I would say, yeah. I, I mean, at the time I did. I think I did. So uh, so let's go into that real quick. Okay. So one Marvel Legend action figure is approximately what when it first comes out and you're buying it? Uh, Well, Marvel Legends has risen in price over its lifespan. It used to be maybe like 15 bucks maybe 10 15 bucks when it started i think i can't yeah. remember exactly what the price was and now it's about like 25 to 30 dollars okay i think a, i think a figure i'm not 100% sure well when exactly. i went, when i went through it it was it was 20 bucks and then a two pack was like 30 is it okay so well, I haven't, and that's why I, I had to ask because I know that you look at some of that stuff more than I do. But when I collected, they were twenty bucks pop. Um, yeah. So at the moment, about twenty four, twenty six bucks. Uh, yeah. it looks like on, uh, like at Walmart. It looks like okay. Yeah. So so when you took. Your action figures. Let's let's just say you took pick out one of them, and you took it, and it was we'll say an average of twenty bucks. How much did you get back for that? Um. Or, well, I or, don't. Let me rephrase that. How much did you get back that you felt was a good number for that? Um. I got a. I got about like three hundred bucks for all my Marvel Legends figures. Okay. So they yeah, were like assorted in different prices. Would you say like you got like ten bucks back average per? I'm not really for sure how much exactly I got back because he went and looked them up. Like he would, okay. he would look at them. One, he would look at the condition that they were in, uh, whether or not they had their accessories or not. Right. Um, because I did have a couple of build a figures in there. Um, like I had like onslaught. Uh, I had um, I had half build the figures, so some that were built and some weren't. Uh, right. Like I had like a full Sentinel. I had like half a Sentinel, where it was missing like an arm. Uh, and, you know, right. and I had I had a uh, uh, I don't know if you remember it. Do you remember the first uh, Apocalypse build a figure? Like it was pretty big. Yeah, yeah, the really old one. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. I it was like the whole first Age of Apocalypse, I think line okay. or it was a. So it was it was, like, was pre two thousand fourteen where they changed the boxing. Yes, it was pre two thousand fourteen. They were still in those weird all plastic boxes, those those plastic okay. casings, and they still okay. had came with they still came with comic books at the time. Oh yeah, like that's how yeah. that's how it was. So like I remember, he would ask a couple questions about some of them, and I'd be like, oh. Um, like this goes to this, this goes to this person, you know, and he showed up to, uh, apocalypse. He was like, Hey, uh, do you have the like claw for apocalypse? It was like a claw piece that came with apocalypse. And I was like, no, he's like, okay, well, if you would have had that claw, it would have boosted up the value of apocalypse. Uh, you know? Yeah. Which I don't even remember there being like a claw thing in it like you know because i i would pose and display my figures you know i didn't keep them in the boxes you know uh but um and i was like yeah and i was like he he rang him up he took time and looked at him and uh while he was still going through it i came back the next day to look around the store and he was still sorting through them and 
you know, whatnot. And I, and I, I, I mean, I felt like it was a fair deal. Uh, okay. 300 bucks for a couple of the, a couple of the series that of Marvel legends figures. Uh, I had right. some of the Galactus build the figures, some of the, uh, giant man build a figure series. I had the whole line of apocalypse figures. Yeah. Um, all of onslaught. Uh, there were so, like four or five series in there. So let me ask you this. Uh huh. Let's say, you know, uh, a manga that you would have gotten from like Ghost Ship or Seven mm-hmm. Seas or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Yen Press, that would have been about $15. What would you feel is the trade in value for that that is still in print? That's still in print? That's still in print. Like how much I would get back for it? Yes. How much? How much do you realistically think that you should get back for that? Like four or five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I was thinking ten, but you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you two thirds. But <laughs> okay. Um. But see, look. So that varies right there. That's one thing. Another thing that I want to point out. Uh-huh. But. Here's the thing is, well, the and thing I is, think like, it's, it's the very thing is funny. Like, the, the, the thing, well, I'm going to, I want to say this. I say four to five bucks. The thing right. is, I don't go online and price the value of my manga. Right. Now, I do know the only ones I do know that are worth something in my collection that are seven C's. Uh, there's a couple of Mishoku Tensai that I've gone up recently. Uh, Worlds in Harem has gone up, bumped up a couple of them. There's some that are really hard to find, and like my right. Not Lives, my Not right. Lives manga. Uh, other than that, like I don't know what's valuable in the Seven Seas line, right? Um, at all. So I just, I just don't really truly keep up with that. Yeah, to be honest, you know. Well, well, I I use that instead of Shonen Jump because I know okay. you don't collect a lot of Shonen Jump. <laughs> now I will so. say, like, I I do know, like, with Seven Seas, like Seven Seas is more expensive. It's twelve ninety nine a volume usually with tax. That's like fourteen fifteen bucks maybe, give or take. Right. That's I can't, I can't remember I exactly fifteen. I can't remember exactly what the value is yeah. of, of the of the manga. Sometimes they're more. If they're the ghost ship, they usually are thirteen ninety nine. Sometimes, right. sometimes. Oh, excuse me. Right. But yeah, I yeah. don't know. I just, I don't. I don't know because I don't. I don't know if I value my manga the same way other people value their manga. <laughs> right. I don't but, know. I mean, we can't agree though that you would like to pay less than than regular cost and if you were going to sell it that you would get more correct um so are we talking about like buying more used just in general yeah you in general you could if you could buy any of that the listed price that's on it you would prefer to get it cheaper and if you're going to turn around and sell it used you would be you would want to try and sell it for more i don't care Okay. I really, I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, like if it I gets to the hands of a manga, I mean, if I go and buy something and I don't like it, I'm not going to sit there and hold on to it. I'm going right. to put it in the put it in the sell pile. As a matter of fact, I recently sold off a a chunk of Seven Seas stuff. You want to, you know, and yeah. um, I made about like I made about like like 80 90 bucks off of it you know yeah. for roughly like 20 volumes of manga oh, okay yeah so that's you said for 20 yeah hey okay. can we pause i gotta let my yeah. dog out hey everyone so we're back sorry about that sometimes duty calls Duty in the booty. It definitely. Look. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you're talking about manga pricing or what we thought? Yeah. Manga yeah, pricing. We yeah. Based off of uh, seven season impress pricing. 
Um, go ahead. So, well, I mean, just really thinking about it, you know, what the value of used manga can be or what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, it varies. Mm-hmm. You know, it can vary dramatically. Everybody, everybody thinks it's worth something different. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, another friend that we have mutually. I mean, I, I talked to somebody think, today. I talked to somebody that, today who, who said we should get close to cover price for each manga. Yeah, you know. See, and that's what I feel like too. But we also have a mutual friend that believes that if you buy it, like let's uh-huh. say we got it from Right Stuff or whatever. Um, uh, a new manga volume that is worth approximately ten dollars, mm-hmm. um, or somewhere close to that. That instantly, even if you never touched it, it was wrapped in plastic or whatever. Instantly, it should be worth five dollars, just like when you drive a car off the lot, how it drops in. Value. Actually, I was gonna say that as well. Use that analogy. Yeah, I was gonna use the car analogy. <laughs> I was gonna say that you know. Great minds I mean, think alike. I mean, this is true. You know, like it's not. You're not wrong about that. You're right. definitely not wrong about that. I, I would humbly agree with that. You know, each each volume of manga is five bucks. You know, right? Five bucks. I mean, that's that's fair. That's fair. You know, right? But I mean, like, you got to look at each volume of manga. You know, price all of them, right? When it when it when it comes down to it, you know, but like in in reality, like a lot of these places, if they're not like a specialty place, like if they're not like like I mean, half price books is kind of specialty, but like uh, I would I would say more like like book off maybe because they deal with more of that kind of stuff. Like half price books deals with like a lot of different stuff, right? Um, but like usually the people don't know what they're looking at half the time when they're turning stuff in or when people are, are receiving stuff to, to, to put into the system. And I mean, they, they don't necessarily know They they might be fans of reading, but they don't might not know the value right. of the manga. That's why they well, look them up and they search well, and, them. And here's another thing. Cause I had to talk about, talk to somebody today, actually about houses. Uh huh. And right now we are talking about how it's a seller's market. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows these terms, you have buyer's market, seller's market. Whenever COVID started, we we're in a buyer's market. That's when the price is low. It's yeah. usually lower. You're able to find it easier. You're able to afford it. You're able to buy things like that. Mm-hmm. In a seller's market, it's where it's more beneficial for the seller. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is now yeah. since we've had COVID... And COVID is coming to its end and everything. We are still going through the fluctuation of everything being higher because of all of that. Yeah, that's true. And we're not going to be able to see that till everything gets adjusted and it can start going back down again. Well, I also like to think of it like this as well. Like, I we've said this before. But like with COVID, with all of us being trapped in our houses, we've had a lot more free time if we haven't been working uh, to get new hobbies. And right. what was what was one of the two hobbies that took that that it had a boom period? Anime and manga. Right. People wanted anime and manga, and manga. To be printed is was harder to get uh, for exactly. some titles because those titles became popular, and we ran into the scalping situation. Right now, scalping sucks. Let's just say that scalping sucks. Right. right. But we also have to look at it like this, and the fact is, like we have half price books and other bookstores, you know that that resells manga or books. Uh, you, you look at it like this. They want to process you and get you through, get you happy with an amount that you might take, you could take. You don't right. have to take 
the offer that they give. You can take your box, take it home, do whatever, you know, put it up on eBay and possibly have uh, fees taken out of what you sell. And then if you don't sell it, you can also accumulate monthly fees for having your thing listed on eBay. This is which, true. Which I've done that before. I mean, there's a way to get around that. If you have like an actual store store on eBay, there's like a sort of a way to get around that. Yeah. But I've had things where it cost me like five bucks an item, you know? And oh, yeah. at the end of the month, I owe like 25 bucks. Well, you know? and then one of the things that I want to point out, because I kind of threw this out to you and you were like, well, what do you mean? Earlier, when uh, whenever this idea kind of fell into our laps, uh-huh. um, about us kind of doing this to ourselves, you know, um, yeah, you know, the yeah, thing please, is, please elaborate on that because I want to know what you were talking about. <laughs> so the thing is, is with all of this stuff, we we have inflated the market ourselves. Yeah, I would say so. You know, it, it's just like the stock market. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is, you know, when Mike buys it, it goes up a point. Well, now that Mike's bought it, and I know about it, then I want to buy it. Goes up more. I mean, now I mean, let's every now everybody you say you make a video on it. I uh-huh. make a video on it. You know, we recommend it to two, three other friends. They do it. It goes up in, in, even more. And mm-hmm. now there's that. Let's say we all make a uh, manga tube video on it. Mm-hmm. Gets put out. Now people see, oh my gosh, you know, there's there's five of these people that I watch that have this manga. It must be good. Let me pick it up. Yeah, totally. So here we go. Now the price of it is even more inflated. And then when you look at it, just like your fan that had that same idea, a scalper is going to have the same idea. Yeah, I mean, no gonna most, go, there's going to be somebody else out there that wants that, and then they're going to sit around and say, hey, that $15 manga that all those people bought, and people commenting and saying, hey, I want that, mm-hmm. they're going to say, hey, I bet I can sell it for 25 Yeah. Hey, I bet I can sell this for more than that. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into just the scalpers outbidding each other or yeah, out, out posting money, you know, on each other. And then you have to, you have to decide whether or not you really truly want to spend the 30 bucks on whatever volume of manga or like 400, 300, you know, uh, exactly for either out of print or out of stock manga, you know, because I mean like not necessarily like, like when somebody's like going through your stuff that you're wanting to sell, I wanted to make this point. They're not going to necessarily know what it, it is, but they will look it up and scan the barcode, you know, on the back, look it up and, you know, determine what they can sell it for, which is half price of whatever it's going for. I'm guessing, uh, or whatever. And they'll be like, okay, well I can give you this much and then we can still make a profit on, said item you know right like i i remember i took a box of anime to uh my local half price books i think about like four or five months ago and i Mm -hmm. it it was around when i bought the um the pat labor ultimate collection because you know I'm i'm a fan of pat labor and um sorry if you can hear my dog drinking water in the background uh but I already had the D- the DVDs of Pat Labor, and I went and sold them uh, to the the half price books that I go to, and they were like, "Hey, just to let you know, some of these co- these these Pat Labor collections are worth some money," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, I mean that's fine, you know, I, that doesn't really yeah. matter to me because I paid two dollars a collection on." Uh, when it when right stuff was doing a sale right so i'm like that's not really anything to me and i really don't want to sit there and uh go on ebay or macari or whatever and try to sell these myself i just want i just want the money like just give me the money i think this is a fair deal that you're giving to me and you know we'll go about our day and have fun you know right y'all can 
Y'all can make some money if you sell them for whatever price you sell them for. I made some money, you know? I don't... I, I'm not looking to be, like, money hungry, you know? Right. I, you know, I just... I want to get rid of this so I don't have it anymore, and I want to make some quick cash, obviously, you know? Right. That's how I look at it. No, and it makes it makes a ton of sense, you know? Yeah. I feel like some people honestly truly put a lot of stake and a lot of value into their manga and into what it's worth, and the manga collecting community does pump up the value of certain manga titles whenever it goes out of print or not out of print or or out of stock i can see definitely the manga the amount of said manga going up because i've i've seen things on ebay where it's like oh rare out of print manga this much but if it's so rare why am i seeing five different listings of manga for this said manga or what fucking gets me, which I think is f- fucking asinine, is <laughs> first print first print run of said manga. Oh my gosh. You know? Right. Right. Well, and then that's my thing is who actually looks at any of that? Who I I only started looking at that when uh Weeb Daddy from friend of the channel Weeb Daddy uh over at Meet the Weeb Family, shameless plug. Uh, he told me about it. It's always at the end, in the very back. Yeah. And I was like, I would have never, never noticed. Now, I did know that One Piece used to do this with some of their first printings, where they would have like a gold foil on yeah. on the manga. Yeah. For for some of their first printings and for first runs or whatever for One Piece. And I'd be like, okay, that, you know, that, that's pretty cool. That's a little different, you know? Or, you know, you have, like, the uh, the alternate manga covers. You know, that's cool. But, like, in reality, how do we determine, which we kind of talked about this before with our speculation boom video type of thing, you know? Right. I, I do think the scalpers are at fault in this situation. I also hey. think... So I just opened up one of the books that you and I are covering for Pokemon Adventures. Uh-huh. And at the bottom of mine it says first printing August 2009, ninth printing December 2013. Oh wow. So you do you have the ninth printing? I guess so. I guess so, yeah. Huh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Right. But like which we've kind of covered this before. So we're kind of saying the kind of the, the same things before, you know. What constitutes a rare manga? What constitutes that price going up? The price going up or what it's worth is what people are willing to pay for it. Right. Once you have that sold listing, bam, that's automatically worth $200 right there because it's sold right. for $200. Right. You know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I think that's another stupid thing with that because whenever somebody is chomping at the bit mm-hmm. and can't wait, it just, just like when people read scans, they can't wait for it. Yeah. Whenever it hits that and it comes out and somebody goes, Oh, well, I have to have that physical one. I have to buy this. And you pay $80 for one volume you have now set the standard of how much that one should actually be owed. Oh, I mean, I'll give you this example uh, at my local half price books. So it's funny that uh, I'm talking about this because I I mentioned it in our chat with Bizarre Individual, friend, our friend Bizarre Individual, uh, the Sentai Filmworks sell that they have each... Every couple months, they'll have a, a, sa- a clearance sale kind of thing where they'll discount things to like $3 a collection sometimes uh, or get like $5 series Blu-rays or stuff like that. Stuff that's like they'll discount all their stuff. They'll discount a, a portion of their catalog. You know, have you seen you've been there? You've seen it? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Kind of. Well, somebody at my <coughs> somebody at my that goes to my store frequents my half price books. 
there's always Sentai Filmworks titles at my store. And there are a lot of them. Yeah. Brand new copies. <laughs> and I'm like, all this stuff was in the recent Sentai Filmworks sale. So there's got to be a fucking flipper around my town who's buying Sentai Filmworks shit and then selling it off the half price books. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, come on, you know? I even see that on fucking eBay. People do that. Right. <laughs> They'll buy things from right stuff at low cost and, and mark up the price after the uh, the sale has ended, the Christmas sale has ended, or since I feel more, film work sale has ended, you know? They'll bump up the price because they'll be like, oh, people were looking for this, you know? Right. It's just, it just, it just... It it baffle it baffles my mind that one I can understand about people complaining about scalping and reselling and stuff like that. But it one thing that really baffles my mind is we're in a hobby. It's called manga collecting. Yeah. And everybody seems to want to get that good deal everybody wants to get that good deal where they get something for like dirt fucking cheap right like super like a whole series for dirt cheap 100 volumes of manga for like 20 bucks or whatever i don't know right Uh, and and here here's another thing branching off of that too so back in the day which ain't really that long ago (laughs) you know, went before mailing and everything went up in price, you know, Ride Stuff was able to send you your stuff for $50 orders, and now they're mm-hmm. up to 70 I think it went up to 80 Okay, so it went up to 80 now. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing, too, you know, and a lot of people go, oh, you know, we're so angry about this. But... They're still the giving thing- you the same amount... They're still, they're still giving you the same prices for everything. Still, they didn't even they never went up on their prices. Just the, the shipping costs. Exactly, exactly. So here's the thing with that though: is anybody that got mad about the the shipping price obviously has a problem with right stuff making enough or, or changes? I guess because Man, people, whenever people get people are mad right now. Because right stuff has been slow to ship orders, right? And they've posted on their website orders but, may take more time than usual. But let's look at this in a different way. Okay, every, every year, most yes. of the time, you get a cost of living raise, right? For most jobs, most jobs, yes. You have something. You have a raise. You have something happen that you get a little bit more. Hmm. Right now, at least where I live at, I'm pretty sure it's everywhere, though. Meat's higher, right? Gas Mm -hmm. prices are going up. Wood still is, you know, fucking off the the Richter scale on that as well. Yet, because we're not in those things, we're not on Mm -hmm. part of those other things, you know, we don't hear as much bitching about it. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I got I gotta be honest, like the thing is is when everything rises, uh-huh, it happens. If somebody had a small business that was in MangaTube or whatever, mm-hmm. they would want to make more as they it went up or whatever. Because if not, then you're gonna be under. Yeah. You're not gonna meet that black line, you're gonna be in the red, and you're gonna go under. Point blank. You, wanna, you obviously right you obviously you wanna make a profit. Right. And these resale stores... So here's the thing. These resale stores want to make a profit, too. Exactly. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, with things like right stuff or whatever, is they're giving you basically the same amount for everything else, Mm -hmm. and they have to adjust their prices because of the cost of material, cost of printing, everything else. When you go to the secondhand market, it's a little different. 
Yeah. You now have these companies that want to make their money off of that. Mm-hmm. And they're going to try and make as much money as they can off of that. Mm-hmm. And just like we just said on manga tubers, Insta, Insta mangas, whatever, wherever it is, manga tube on TikTok or whatever, that drives the cost of everything. Yeah. It pushes it up, it raises it. And that's why all that stuff is more on a secondhand uh-huh. market. There, um, there was a podcast I was listening to, and on the podcast they joke about like their favorite game. I think I might have mentioned this on the last podcast that we did the value of manga, or whatever. But their their favorite game was like Danny Sullivan's Indie Heat. Yeah, and some guy who listened to the podcast like did like a social experiment. Where he bought as many copies as he could of Danny Sullivan's Indie Heat and took yeah. it off the market. Yeah. And it rose the price up maybe about like 20, 30 bucks. So he okay. himself affected the market. Right. Just by buying Danny Sullivan's Indie Heat, a game probably nobody really knows about. <laughs> hey, and it, it turns out. It's exactly like the stock market just doing that. Yeah. But like one thing that like really like irks me, like, so like I was saying before, like we we're in, we're in a collector's hobby, right? There are people out there that are fucking penny pinchers. There are people that just buy, buy whatever, you know, right? What irks me is when people, people complain about the price of, regular like retail manga right and i'm like you're in the wrong hobby or just go buy used you know oh, go yeah. to the used bookstore go go buy used if you can you know but apparently uh for some of those uh they're getting priced out of the used manga market <laughs> i guess you could say like i remember seeing somebody a tiktok today and they're like too expensive and I'm not getting enough manga for the value I'm paying for. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, uh, that's what it was set at, you know? Well, you, you know, you, you and, paid for it. And I, I want to throw Gunpla in here real quick. Okay. For a second. So, you know, and I don't think, I think we brought it up on the podcast, but it might not be very well known. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there was a Gundam that I actually got uh-huh. in that I had pre-ordered at the time when I got it, because I think it's been maybe four, three or four months now, that I had pre-ordered it two years before, two years Mm -hmm. prior. Or not pre-ordered, but I put in to have it ordered, right? Yeah, yeah. And it it was, you know, basically like a whole year went by, didn't know about it, you know, forgot about this. When it came in, I paid about $70 for it, for a Psycho Gundam model. You paid seventy dollars right. for a high grade model. That was right. That was an older model, right? It was worth it to me because that's how other ones that were about that size went for. You know, mm-hmm. the the Penelope Gundam. Some of the other ones are about that range. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was worth it to me. Now, at the time when I first had this thing pre ordered, it was going for three hundred dollars. Yeah. Because it was old. Because they weren't mm-hmm. reprinting very many of them. Things like that. The problem that, like we already talked about, that I think arises is, do you have patience yeah. to get this stuff? And are you willing to pay the lower price to have that patience? That's true. That's true. And how how bad do you want something? I think everybody should have a glass ceiling of what you're willing to pay. A, yeah, that a, is that's definitely true. A new volume of manga. I, I have a know, glass ceiling. I have a glass ceiling I, I'm willing to pay. A new volume of manga that maybe had just freshly gone out of print or whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe hasn't risen very much. I may pay $30 for I would not pay $30 for that. It, it, well, it depends on how bad I want it. 
you know, there's very many different circumstances for everything. I, very I, less volume I need. I really wanted Inuyasha Omnibus Volume 2. <laughs> and because I wanted to continue my Inuyasha journey. It was yeah. going for like $45 on the aftermarket. Sometimes yeah. 50 I waited a couple weeks. Bam. Got it for retail. Actually got it for a little below retail, actually, on Amazon. Yeah. You know, it is what it is, you know. Uh, but, like, I also find it kind of hypocritical a little bit that, like, yeah. people want to s- sell their manga off for such a high price, but then bitch about not getting good deals anymore when they go out to a secondhand store to buy manga. Right. Like, they kind of want their cake and they want to eat it too. Right. <laughs> like, it's a very weird dynamic. Right. And like like I was kind of like sitting here, I was sitting here reading the through the thread and you know watching the video and I'm like these people are really bitching about manga prices. These people are really bitching about how much they're getting for their fucking manga. Right. I mean, come on, you know? That's ridiculous. Right. That's fucking ridiculous. I I, just, I don't know I I honestly I hope like this part of the manga cult collecting culture kind of dies off. Yeah. Like I'm all for getting a good deal, but I also hate scalping and I also hate people bitching about you know the value of their so-called manga. When in right. reality we don't necessarily know the value of every single manga because to be honest I mean, we're it's being made up as we go along. Right. It really is. It's being made up by people who are selling manga. We have no real frame of reference to what something is technically worth. Do you devalue an older printing of a manga if you get a new, nice, shiny deluxe edition? Well, well or reprinting of that. something? Not only that, uh, well, sticking with the reprinting part, you know, it also depends on on what it is. You know, mm-hmm. a series as a whole. If mm-hmm. I if I think about it, you know, one of the the series that I really wanted to collect, Ultimate Muscle, I got most of those books for five bucks. Now the last two of them that I needed, I paid sixty and seventy dollars for them. I want to tell you, like, in, like, the anime collecting yeah. world, yeah. like, there have been a lot of things that have got uh, license rescued and reprinted right. uh, and it had gotten better upgrades for Blu-rays or DVDs. Right. Like, it has, it has devalued certain titles, certain older versions of titles out there. And, like... Okay, I'll give you a, a reference. Like, uh, there was this one called uh, Legend Legend of Black Heaven that I recently yeah. picked up. Uh, it got a Blu-ray release, I think, maybe like a year ago. I'm not for sure. It might have just came out. I can't remember exactly. I didn't know about the Blu-ray release, but I found the old DVD release. It was like four single volumes, four or five single volumes. I can't remember exactly how many. For like twenty bucks, right? That vo- that series was extremely out of print. Nobody really talks about that series except for the hardest of the hardcore anime fans, right? I'm pretty sure you have never heard of it. No, see, I, I you know, <laughs> see, you know, see. you know, yeah. like, like, I remember like when all these these anime studios were closing down and whatnot. A lot of those out-of-print Gundam DVDs, a lot of the Sunrise Bandai stuff, a lot of the ADV stuff were going up in value because you couldn't get them anymore. They were going for a lot. Evangelion, full set, going for an extremely amount of money. It got re-released recently, and you can buy the entire set for $30. Right. $30. 
so that I would say that devalues the other the black the the previous sets. I would say right. unless but, if you, but if you, I was wait, hold on, I, would, I, would like, I would like to finish my I would like to finish I would like to finish please. Okay. I say that devalues what came before, unless unless you are that nostalgia and that hardcore of a collector. You need each individual DVD volume with the case. And what does bring up the value of those old sets? The old chipboard art boxes. It's almost yeah. like having a complete uh, Super Nintendo or, or Sega Genesis game. You have the case, the manual, everything that raises the value of it. Right. You know? Right. You know, you know yeah. <laughs> it's weird it's weird well, you know well so going off of that what i said before going off of how you said this stuff so the one thing that i don't understand is when people want to also get upset like me spending the 60 dollars and the 70 dollars on these two different volumes of ultimate muscle if it gets reprinting, it will obviously drop the value hardcore. Now, should I be upset about that? No, because the value at the time is what I I bought it for. You know Not what? New releases for it. I'm just waiting for this manga this manga bubble to burst. Yeah, it's gonna be Beanie Babies all over again. I'm just gonna say it right now. <laughs> we'll see. I don't think manga altogether will, will burst. I think it will be individual series that will do it. Yeah, I would say so. I would say like a lot of the big titles yeah. that people they, people go after. And I'm not saying like a lot of the new titles. I'm saying a lot of the older titles. Yes. You know, and that's, that's you know. Well, and I mean, we even see that with some of the newer, new, newer titles. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. So a lot of them doing yeah. that. It, it all depends on you know reprinting, reprint or out of stock versus out of print, right? And I feel like honestly, more people need to be informed. And there are people out there on TikTok or whatever that are informing people of when things actually come into print. And these are popular titles that are coming into print. They do like a fucking daily thing on it. We're like, this is coming back in print this month, this day, and vice versa. And like, I feel like that's where, honestly, that is driving the prices too, because people are not wanting to wait. People are not wanting to wait for this out of stock manga, and it's constantly driving the price up in certain areas. As well as I would say, I mean, I mean, I don't know how exactly the out of print stuff it works. Yeah, I think right. that just falls under you find what listing uh, it's sold for, and okay, it's worth that much. Right. So type of scenario, you know. But right. honestly, I feel like we're going to keep spinning our wheels. The only way Probably. I can see this <laughs> coming down is honestly, uh, honestly, I say fucking stop complaining because people complaining is just going to, even though I know we're kind of complaining in this podcast. It's just falling on deaf ear with those fucking scalpers. Well, and I would I would just stay stop say stop supporting those. Yeah. Yeah. Stop supporting the scalper. Mm-hmm. You're you know, if you want to read it or something mm-hmm. like that and you see it for a high price, then don't buy it. If, I mean it's it's that simple. If you feel if you feel justified in a fifteen dollar manga and yeah. somebody selling it for 20 and you go, okay, that's within my budget. I will buy that for 20. Then do that. But then you yeah. also need to make sure that Joe, Sally and George over here on the other side are not going to buy it for 25 and the person after them buy it for 30 and the person yeah. after them buy it for 35. I yeah. think, I think that more of that should be vocalized too. Hey, I saw this, uh, it's it's going for 40 bucks then nobody mm-hmm. buy it because when yeah. somebody buys it 
that sets precedence over whatever happens. And that means that anything else that comes after it is going to be set at about the same amount. Yeah. That, that is one of the biggest problems is people not being able to hold on and (laughs) chomping at the bit because you have to have this so bad. I mean, there are plenty of other series out there where you can just go read and just wait. I mean, just wait. It, it, I mean, some, sometimes you might have to bite that bullet. <laughs> right. Well, and I'll, let me just toss this out here before we end this. Because okay. this is this is the low blow that's going to get a lot of people. Okay. Right? Why bitch about buying it and not waiting for it to be a lower price or the same price as market value? When you've probably already fucking read it. Oh. On the internet true illegally yeah so why complain about the pricing when you say oh i'm gonna support this when you've already read the shit anyway that's true just wait for it to fall back down because most likely you have it saved somewhere in a flash drive or something somewhere and you've already read it you might have read it twice already but why bitch about the price when most likely you've already read it once or twice. Even if you want to support it, why don't you just wait? Well, I mean, are you really supporting it if you're buying it used? But that's a whole other, that's a whole other can of worms. That is a whole other can of worms. But, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I totally what you're talking about. Yeah. So. But anyway, oh, guys. Whew, thanks for listening. This has been a wild ride, and we will catch you guys next time. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie; I had, to, I had to stop myself a couple times. I was gonna get heated. <laughs> I know. I yeah, I heard you start losing it one more. I was like, "Oh shit! When am I gonna have to pump the the motherfucking brakes?" <laughs> but anyway, guys, thanks for listening. As always, see you next Tuesday, and stay tuned for more great episodes from the otakuology podcast thanks bye